Welcome, everyone, to the next episode of Culture Bites, a production of the Utah Cultural Alliance Foundation and NowPlayingUtah.com. I'm thrilled to announce our special guest today, J-Rod Garrett, who is the Executive Art Director of Utah Black Artists Collective and Winter the Poet, the Executive Manager of Utah Black Artists Collective, or U-Black. Thank you so very much for bo- uh, to both of you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. Of course. We're really glad to be here. Wonderful. Well, we're glad to have you. Now, before we get started, we again would like to thank Spencer Stokes and Stokes Strategies for hosting us in their wonderful podcast studio and Connor Sorensen next to me, who is our terrific podcast engineer, for his time and efforts in helping us make these various podcasts available to you. I'd also like to recognize our various sponsors that make these podcasts possible, which include Visit Salt Lake, Utah Division of Arts and Museums, Utah Department of Heritage and Arts, Zoo Arts and Parks, Union Pacific, Zions Bank, Artworks for Kids, George S. and Dolores Story, Echoes Foundation, Lawrence T. and Janet T.D. Foundation, Adobe, S&D Stewart Foundation, Beasley Foundation, Orem Care, the Salt Lake City Arts Council, Utah Humanities, the Downtown Salt Lake City Alliance, NowPlayingUtah.com, and our various 100 club members and UCA members. Well, thank you very much again for joining us today. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves and how the arts and humanities have impacted your life? The arts and humanities have impacted my life a a great deal. Um, I, so I have a, so I recently during this time would be the last time you'd ever think like, hey, I want to go teach in a school that possibly could have COVID. That sounds like a great idea. And yet that's exactly what I did. Um, a lot of that had to do with like the influence of the art on me. So I remember the, the really impactful thing was I was about 10th grade. Now, no, I'm a poet. I'm an English teacher. I'm, an, I'm working on my first novel right now. In 10th grade, I hated English. Worst subject, hated it all day long, did not want to be there. I had a teacher who sat down with me and was just like, if you'll just pay attention and do your work, I will get you through this course. And from there, I went to get my first B in years in English. And I'm like, hey, this isn't so bad. Stories can be cool. And then I went and did an honors English class the next year, which I very, by the very skin of my teeth, passed, but I had no more influential class on me on all of my years in high school. It instilled in me a love of literature, a love of grammar, a love of how to make language sing. And I've just been following that rabbit hole ever since, trying to tell stories, write poems. And now I'm in the classroom of my own doing the same work. So it had a a profound effect on my life, to say the least. Fantastic. Thank you. Winter? Uh, arts and humanity has been, uh, man, everything uh, to my life. And my, uh, my, I say my short 28, almost 29 years, uh, art has been basically everything that I know. Um, I've been writing poetry uh, since the age of eight years old. Uh, that was actually the first time that I was published in second grade. So um, that that's how largely uh, art has impacted my life. Um, I took a lot of classes in high school and um, 
concurrent enrollment with Weber State as well um, to dive deeper into writing, um, dive deeper into into words. Um, I I say that words have huge meanings. Um, they can all have different meanings, but they have huge meanings. Words say everything. Uh, when we don't really know um, how else to express ourselves, or if I don't know how else to express myself, poetry um, has been a, a way to express myself in art. Um, I'm a drummer as well. I've been a drummer since 10 years old. So art um, has been, it's been everything to me. I've been able to uh, teach with the Boys and Girls Club um, for several years, uh, you know, training uh, children in with drums, as well as I was able to uh, teach some poetry um, just last year. So it's been able to um, help me to get out into the community and um, give back and, and help uplift our youth. And um, that's what I'm so excited to continue to do is share the truth, share my art and help uplift our youth, um, our up and coming artists um, of every form, encourage them and let them know that how important art is in our world today. That's wonderful. Thank you so very much for that. I, I appreciate it. So uh, I'd like to go into my first question for you. And I see on your website that the collective UBLAC was founded uh, in July 2020. Um, exactly how has the experience been establishing an arts collective full for black artists, especially with the advent and growth of the Black Lives Matter movement right now? It has been one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I was not born in Utah, but I was raised here. And when you live in Utah, there's a really interesting thing that happens where um, you find, find yourself, if you're black, siloed off from other black people. Like there's not a lot of diversity in schools. And for me in my, my early years, I was not only black, but I was also a member of the LDS church, which meant um, I struggled with being accepted by folks in the church because I was black and I struggled be being accepted with folks who were black because I was LDS. So I found myself really alone in trying to define my identity and I didn't have a lot of influences that would help me to understand that. Then um, that's gotten better as the years have gone on and I've engaged in learning more about my heritage and where I come from. And that journey actually led me to this place where um, we got to start building you black, which has been wonderful because I get to spend time in black space every single week where I get to see other black folks, how they identify, who they are, um, what things make them tick. And it's glorious. Because I can count previous to you black, I had been in actual black space where it's primarily black people or all black people four times in my life. I'm nearly 40 years old. That is how hard it can be in Utah. It's been glorious. Wow. That is, that is quite amazing and remarkable. I myself came here from California, so learning about 
different stories uh, about, especially in this topic, has been really revealing for me. So thank you very much for uh, for being open with us about that. Thank you. Um, Winter, do you have anything that you'd like to? Uh, yes, it has been uh, absolutely amazing. I myself am not from Utah originally um, either, but grew up in Utah. Um, and as J-Rod said, just to kind of big piggyback on what he said, um, you you don't feel a lot of inclusion um, growing up in Utah, being black and being a black artist. Um, you don't always feel a lot of inclusion. And so to uh, to help to create a space, a safe space, uh, where we can simply share our art um, touch others and reach out to others with our art and be in uh, black space where we laugh and bounce off ideas of one another um, on a weekly basis is everything. I look forward to our meetings um, because I know that I'll see faces, lots of faces that look like mine. And uh, we're, we're all there for one common goal, and that is to share our art and touch lives of others um, with forming you black. It's amazing to uh, to see so many people that look like me um, that are like-minded uh, as well. That's that's a huge thing that I feel like maybe sometime we we miss um, being black artists in Utah. So it's been amazing, um, absolutely amazing. All right, yeah, I look forward to it weekly. I look forward to continuing to grow. Uh, we've already grown so much. My goodness, we've already grown so much in these few months. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much for that, for your experience. I'd like to also ask you about uh, your About Us page in which you state that we seek to inspire others through voices of diversity amplifying the cultural presence of Utah's vibrant and talented black artists and creatives of any kind. Can you tell our listeners exactly what this means to you specifically? Um, Winter, if you'd like to start. Oh, so this, oh, this means everything. Um, again, going back to uh, being able to include, um, we have artists of every form um, on our roster, of every single form. And that's huge to say that in the state of Utah, we have black artists on our roster of every single form um, who are passionate about what we do. Professional artists is that. Um, yes, who are passionate about what we, what we get to do, who are passionate about reaching out to continue to inspire others. Um, that's, that is the the biggest part of you black um and we wanted to make sure to include that on our website is that we seek to inspire others um we welcome more artists we have room for more artists we welcome we're grateful um for the other artists who will hear this and reach out to us because um, i know there's other artists out there who we want to uh, be able to continue to come together and inspire inspire us to be heard. Our voices are sometimes um, not heard. And this allows all of our voices, all of our art to be heard, allows us to bring 
something beautiful to Utah. We are so excited to share this with Utah because there's nothing there's nothing like this in the state of Utah. And to be able to sh- to show them um, black joy that's that's what we that's that is what we are all about. Um, to be able to show them what it what it means to us um, as artists as black artists. That's huge. We're grateful for the opportunity to be able to do that in the state of Utah. Wonderful. Thank you. Jara, would you like to? Ooh. When I think about that, I think um, in our early meetings of how things started and literally it was Winter's idea that we should make this a collective. And I remember thinking, I want not only to be heard, but I want the individuality of black folks to be seen. So often we have things that categorize us away as being of no use to society, Um, where you have the folks who are labeled thug, or you have them labeled criminal, or you've labeled them predator, and these are the images that come to people's minds when they see black people. And as a result of seeing those images, they treat us a certain way. Bias is real. One of the biggest things I want for you black to do is to transform the biases about black people that you come in contact with. If you now see me and my hat walking down the street and you're like, dude, that guy's a poet, that changes things. If you think, if you, um, see Camille Washington on our, on our page, which we're working on. We have so much work to do, but you see her as a playwright and the co-director of Good Company Theater. You realize, whoa, there are people who are doing things in the community who are trying to make themselves. We have multiple dancers. I'm thinking like Bashan and Kat and Dom, these folks who are marvelous with the way they move and they create meaning with their body. I want all of our individuality to be seen, not just like what, like us to be labeled as whatever society has to define us as. I want an opportunity for each one of us in UBLAC to define ourselves and to bring art into the world that shows you that black is beautiful and we want to share that message like as winter said through the concept of black joy because i don't know about y'all but i think i've seen enough movies where i see all the black people are in church together and they're clapping they're happy and everything there's so many more manifestations of black joy than that i want to get into i want to dig into that i want to show everyone there's so much more That's wonderful. Thank you so much for, for your for your insight into that. That's that's really remarkable to hear you say that. And thank you very much, Winter. I appreciate it. Um, I have another uh, question that I have for you. What has been one of the most rewarding experiences you've had as part of You Black? J. Rod, if you'd like to start. So far, the most rewarding experience of being in You Black. Ooh. it's trust. 
So uh, I've been on a lot of different roles in my life, um, having been like a mentor in some places, having taught poetry classes myself, um, and even now being a teacher. But it is a wildly different thing to have the trust of people who look like me, like wanting for me to leave and wanting for me to be able to not only speak on their behalf, but lead on their behalf, which is one of the biggest reasons why I believe every voice should be heard. I've been at every meeting we've had for you Black since it began and, the, and trying to lead with all of my imperfections and having the space where people give me the grace to be able to be like, you make mistakes, you're human, that's okay. But that's not always been present places. So this privilege of being able to lead in this space has been the most precious opportunity to me. And it's something I honor now and I hope I can continue to honor by the work that we bring forth to the communities of Utah. Fantastic. Thank you. Winter, do you have anything you'd like to say? Yes. Uh, the most rewarding uh, of this experience has been literally seeing it come to life. Um, as J-Rod mentioned, um, we talked about sharing. Um, I'm, I'm a performance poet. I'm one of the poets that still performs. I still slam around here and uh, when J-Rod approached me um, about us sharing our work together, um, I'm always super happy to collab with J-Rod. We've, we've been able to uh, collaborate and do shows together for a couple of years now. So, um, But this part of it, a, a Black artist collective, it's something that has been on my mind for so long. Um, but in the state of Utah, it's something that I was a little um, nervous about or um, or wasn't, I wasn't really sure um, if there were even enough black artists out here, just being honest. Um, I've been in the artist world for quite a bit of time and more than half of the artists that are on our roster now in our family, um, I, yeah, I hadn't met before. And that that's and I yeah, I performed from Ogden to South Salt Lake and I hadn't met these artists before. Um so being able to come together with these artists and literally see what has been on my mind forever come to life, uh, I can't even tell you how happy my heart is um to see this, to see people like minded. Um, that look like me, that are this passionate about coming together to spread our art um, and to show to show everyone who we really are. Um, that's beautiful. I can't stop smiling um, because that is that's beautiful. That touches my heart to see that come alive. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. So. On your website, you also speak about the collective support for the advancement of the arts among youth. Um, would you talk a little bit about why this is uh, a significant part uh, about the collective and what your organization does to accomplish this, Winter, if you could start? 
Yes. Yeah, so uh, we 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 want to keep the art alive uh, is the best way to put it. Um, it's important to us to keep art alive, um, especially in Utah. Um, being a poet in Utah, I'm grateful that there has been there's been some slams out here. Um, we still have space uh, where we can go and perform, um, of course, pre-COVID, but we still have space, even online, we still have space where we can perform. That's important in Utah to have space where uh, we can share our art, uh, where we can, where we can touch others. That's super important in Utah. So um, that has, that's something that, that's important to all of us in every one of our meetings that has been brought up by several of us, of our members, um, is keeping art alive in Utah, but keeping art alive. Um, art is, is huge. It's not a job, but it's life. It's a way of life. Um, each of us believe that, that our art is a way of life. We are a hundred percent in it. Um, we want to continue to touch lives with it. We want to, um, continue to encourage, like I said, young artists um, to share their art, to go after their dreams. Um, I feel like even when I was growing up, being young, coming up as an artist, um, it wasn't always looked at as something that's serious in the industry, but it is. Um, being an artist is is huge. Um, you can inspire and you can you can touch literally touch the world um, with art. Uh, when no one else knows what to say or how to speak, you can simply uh, move your body in a way that can make people cry. I've seen, yeah, our, some of our dancers are paint, paint something that makes, that makes the world feel something when they didn't know anything else to feel or anything else to say. That's huge. Uh, we need to keep that alive. Wonderful. Thank you so much for that. J-Ron? I remember being a young student in an English program at Weber State University and them being like very, very clearly, you're going to need a day job. Art can't be what you do. There's not enough money in it. It, it doesn't exist. And I want to prove that patently wrong because it is so winter has made a has made a living being a full-time artist doing poetry i can think of many others rudy francisco shane koizan folks who have just done slam poetry um sherman alexi who made careers of art and we have kids in school right now who that's what they're good at. That's where they, that's how they communicate with the world. And if we do not make certain we put that out there to them that they can do that, that's one of the reasons I'm in a classroom as a teacher. So I can put out there the message, you can do what you want. You can be who you want to be. It is critical that you do that. Now, that being said, like that's, it is one of our initiatives that we are looking forward to being able to fully engage in. Because during an age of COVID, that's dangerous. And we don't want to put, subject 
not only the young people we want to be able to grow in the arts and be able to make careers in the arts and like be like Alicia Washington or Camille Washington setting up a black owned theater in Ogden or anywhere else in Utah or be like Natasha Washington who has her own dance company. We want our young people to know that there are places they can go with their art. They can choose to engage in it, but we also want to make certain that everyone is safe. I've had the, op- the privilege of being in a space where I watched um, a dance performance, and before, between each of the performances, they came through and they washed the stage. So there would be no hint of anyone catching COVID or anything. Right now, we're in a space where this is our space to get ourselves set up as you black and to wash the stage, essentially. We want to make certain that the environment we create among ourselves is one that young people want to come and engage in so that when we do our mentoring, our mentoring um, helps them find out, hey, they can move on to the next level. It tells them this is what types of steps you need to take. And it also, more than anything else, instills in them a belief that not only their art is worth something, but that they are worth something. Fantastic. Thank you so much for for everything that you've said here today. I, I really appreciate your time and, and everything that you've shared, your vulnerability for our, our listeners today. Um, if you could, would you mind saying uh, what your website is or another way that people can get involved with or see what kind of work your organization is doing? So you can find us. Our website is um, ublac.org or ublack.org. You can find information on us there. We are also on Instagram. Uh, under you black you can look up you black to find us our our thing has underscores at each end so it's a little tricky um you can find us on facebook and um twitter as well um we have an and our email if you wish to like reach out to us and be like hey i want to know more about this it's utah black art collective at gmail.com fantastic thank you well, it has been an enormous pleasure to speak with both of you today, and it's amazing to see the work that has been accomplished in just establishing the collective thus far and seeing how it's grown. Um, thank you very much for both of your time, and I really hope you have a marvelous rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. You have a great and beautiful rest of your day as well. Oh, my goodness. What, a, what an honor to be able to share with you today. Thank you. Thank you. To our listeners, thank you very much for tuning into our podcast. As a reminder, our cultural sector community uh, updates have returned, and we are moving our weekly culture conversations to a bi-weekly format. Be sure to register for both of those by going to utahculturalalliance.org forward slash events. And as always, keep a lookout for new podcasts wherever you may receive them, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time, that's a wrap.